Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey guys, Akil Stokes here. Welcome back to the Trading Coach Podcast. If you are brand new to the channel or the show, the podcast, my name is Akil Stokes. I'm a former struggling trader turned consistently profitable trader. I am now one of the co-founders of tier1trading.com. I'm also a trading coach over there. And this is a podcast that I put out to help you progress through your trading journey, not just your trading journey, but other aspects of life as well. In today's episode, we are going to answer, or by we, I am going to answer some questions from a struggling trader. And this trader reached out to me on Instagram. He introduced himself, uh, Cam, which is cool because my son's name is Cam. He's also a football player and I was a football player, so it was meant to be. But he reached out on Instagram and it was really based off of a, a YouTube video that he saw of mine. It was a YouTube video that I did called, I'm going to forget the name right here, but I think it's called Hope, Fear, and Greed kills traders. Here's the solution. It talked a little bit about the psychological battles that traders go through and giving profit back and, and stuff like that. And it really hit home for this trader because he was struggling with the same thing. So to give you some background, he's been trading uh, for four years. He's a day trader. Um, he knows he's good at the technicals, but he finds himself kind of stuck and he, he's thinking it's probably at the psychological level. And this is a normal level for traders. Right? There, there are four stages that traders go through. The first stage is called unconscious incompetence, where you don't know what you don't know. You are a baby. You don't know that a hot stove is going to burn your hand. It just looks cool because it's red. So you touch it and you kind of learn your lessons through trial and error. So from a trading perspective, this is when traders come in. They just kind of just throw money at the market. They, they see things going up and they buy. They see things going down and they sell for no rhyme or reason. And, and then, you know, if they're lucky, they lose right away. The ones that win right away to get this false sense of confidence and they put more money in and even they blow even more. That's a, the, the worst way you can start. Um, but for most traders, they struggle and then they realize like, man, this trading thing isn't as easy as I thought. Maybe I do have to learn something. That's when they enter the next stage, which is going to be called conscious incompetence. Basically, the first one is you don't know what you don't know. The second one is you're quite aware that you don't know stuff. And this is where you go on that that learning journey of, uh, you know, vulturing the, the internet or, or buying books and, and trying to figure out what is that thing that's going to take you to the next level in your trading. Uh, unfortunately, many people try to find the, the get rich quick strategy or they buy the, the super secret course or they, they fall for the, the spammy person with the fake Akil Stokes name that tries to sell them uh, managing money or whatever they're selling out there. Um, but they're on this quest for knowledge. The, the fortunate ones kind of find good mentorship, good coaching and start working on the right path to success. The next level after that is conscious competence, meaning now you know what you need to do. Um, you're probably still not quite doing it, but you know what you're supposed to do. And then the last one is unconscious competence where you're running on autopilot. You're basically a, 
emotionless robot out there just executing your orders one after another, following your plan. You are you are the disciplined trader. So the level that this trader is right now is at the conscious, always, always struggle saying that word, right? Conscious competence where he knows he's good at technical analysis. He's got a plan. But there's something stopping him, stop, something stopping him from taking it to that next level, and he feels as if it might be trading psychology. And and well, he, he's trying to learn what it is. So he reached out to me, and I'll give you some background just from the the messages he sent me. One of the things that he mentioned is that again, he's good with technical, struggling with psychology. Um, by nature, he's not the most organized person, but he's he's working hard on developing this habit. Um, I already told you he's been, I didn't tell you this, he's been trying to get funded by a prop firm for about a year now, and he's passing portions of the challenges, but failing at other portions. And if you guys don't know uh, these prop firm challenges, the way they work is that, you know, there you, there's like different levels you have to pass. You pass level one, you graduate to level two, you got to pass level two, and then, and then eventually you go on to get funded with a certain amount, and then you can kind of up your funding to the next amount. And his problem that he sees in his trading is that, one, he's bouncing between profit and break even. And what he notices is that he'll often kind of make money and then give it back, make money and then give it back. And this is also that Mark Douglas boomer buster phase of trading, which is right in the middle where most traders are stuck at, where he's not bad. Right. If he was bad, he'd be failing out right away, but he's not quite good enough to take it to the next level. And. He shot me a few notes for me to kind of um, see if I can identify the problem. And a couple things stood out. So he says he trades the New York session um, between 8 a.m. in the morning and 12 p.m. noon. And what he's noticing is that or his thoughts are that maybe he gets involved in trades too early because he typically loses early on in the day, right after the New York Open, right around that 8 o'clock time, um, and wins later in the day. And again, these open and closes aren't actual times are kind of just what we we place in there in the market forex is interesting because it's a 24-hour market so there is no open or close um but he wins early and loses later in the day or sorry vice versa he loses early in the day um and then wins later and wants to know what can this be now i've got an idea for it but first what i would advise for this trader to do is go back through your logs right you've been trading for four years you've been you've been taking these challenges for a year so you hopefully right i know you said you're not organized but hopefully you have some type of log um of your trades and, and the log of your trades tells you what you got involved the direction the price point and when you got involved i want you to go back through every single one of those trades and i want you to start separating them by time and you can do them in half hour segments since you're a day trader you can do them in hour segments but i want you to see hey what do what what do my trading results look like what what do my trading results look like from trades taken between 8 and 8:30 trades taken between 8:30 and 9 9 and 9:30 9:30 and 10 right and i want you to see if there are any patterns there right i know you said you feel like a lot of your losses come early, but we don't want to act off of feel or, or think, right? We have data, and this is the beautiful point about data, whether it be backtesting, and backtesting is something else that this trader can go through as well. I don't know if he's done backtesting, but if you did, um, 
I would filter out all of those results as well. This is the cool thing about if you're using the tier one trading money management spreadsheet, you can actually go to the filter page and just click, hey, give me all trades between eight and 8.30 and boom, your results show up, your win percentages show up and you can kind of filter them that, that way. But I'm sure you can do the same thing on a regular Excel spreadsheet too if you're good at coding that type of things. But I want you to see if there's any trends. Is there a trend, right? First of all, we want to confirm that you are indeed or that the earlier trades are indeed hurting your performance because sometimes they really aren't but we think they are right losses tend to stick with us more than wins right we always and just in general pain in life tends to uh, tends to stick with us more than pleasure so we always kind of overvalue painful things or losing trades and sometimes we may think that a certain system a certain strategy a certain pair a certain time of day is really against us where it's really not right i had pairs like that in the past where I've done back testing on pairs and they've had like these bad losing streaks where it loses like five trades in a row and all of a sudden like this pair sucks it's the worst pair ever and it ends up being a top performer it just had, leaves that bad taste in my mouth because of that one single period um so first and foremost you want to do that to, to be sure but something that comes to mind because i used to day trade and um day trading is a little bit different than your higher time frame trading right if you've been following me for any time now you know that i don't give a boop about news right i shouldn't say that I, I i do give a little bit about it. i i i think it's important to understand what news events are coming out i think the more you can understand the news events uh, it does give you an advantage in the market but as far as trading goes i don't really care about news events aside from a handful of, of major ones so i i trade through the majority of them as a day trader however this wasn't the case right because the markets are going to move a lot more viciously on a lower time frame than they are on a higher time frame. A, a good example is this, right? Let's say we have a, a CPI report that comes out or a retail sales report that comes out and there's a, a, a miss on the number for the dollar, right? Well, that miss may trigger a 20 pip pop in the market. Now, if you're trading on a daily time frame, 20 pips, you don't even notice it. If you're on the four hour time frame, 20 pips is like a little tail at the end of the candle, right? It's not a big deal. It, it very rarely would it affect your actual trading. But once you go down to the hourly, once you go down to the 15, definitely once you go down to the five minute and anything lower, 20 pips is a massive move. And you're probably either hitting targets or getting stopped out or getting slipped. So it can have a major effect on your trading. And I can tell you what. As far as the New York session goes, the majority of the news, right, especially the major news events, come out about 8.30 a.m., right? You get some stuff at 2 o'clock, like FOMC stuff, and everyone, there's ISM stuff that sometimes comes out at 10 o'clock. But the majority of the major news events or the important news events that come out in the market come out at 8.30. So part of me is 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 maybe thinking that, there is some truth to this deal that, hey, I, I lose early and win later. And that could be caused by the fact that maybe you are trading during these news events. And these news events, although not causing massive uh, reactions in the market, if you're on a lower time frame, maybe they're causing enough of a reaction to turn what was hopefully a, a strategy with a positive expectancy, meaning the probabilities are in your favor, into something that is more random, meaning that you're placing good trades, but you're getting random results because you get this emotional reaction during this 8.30 news event where the market goes, ah, and then comes back to normal. But by the time it's normal, it maybe stops you out of your position. Um, then it looks like you're able to make up for that in the end of the day when, when kind of the, the news clears and we're back to normal market movement. But 
that one time of the day could be killing you. So that's the first thought that comes to mind. Another thing that this trader mentioned is that um, he says he may be over trading. Now, you know how I feel about the word over trading. And um, if you do watch the video that I pointed out earlier uh, on my YouTube channel, um, I did talk about there is a difference in over trading when it comes to your normal trading and when it comes to trying to um, achieve a specific goal for like a challenge, right? In real life, I don't believe in overtrading. I don't, I, don't, I, well, I don't believe in overtrading as far as like a quota. I don't believe that you should take, and this trader said, I'm supposed to take two trades a day. Like, well, why? Why only two trades a day, right? If you, you're gonna tell me if you get five really, really good trading opportunities, grade A trading opportunities, you're gonna let three of them just stay there and make money without you? No, right? That's stupid, right? You're, I'm a believer in you're supposed to take the trades that you're supposed to take, right? A good trade is one that meets all of your rules. I don't care if you had one, I don't care if you had two, three, four, you take all of them that meet your rules. Over trading is doing stuff like trading stuff you're not, not supposed to trade, right? Fear of missing out trading where you're entering too early or you feel like you missed a move. Maybe you did miss a move on a daily chart so you gotta get revenge on the market and you take a random next move or you're trading outside of your trading hours, right? You're trading before eight o'clock, you're trading after 12 o'clock per this trader's rules. That would be over trading. Um, so I don't think it's a problem. I know you said you, you break that rule and I, I never wanna kind of you know encourage breaking rules, but I don't think that should be a rule in the first place, unless you're taking bad trades. Um, but after that, he says that he also has a habit of giving profit back. And this kind of goes right into what we talked about in that video, where I think when it sounds like when he wins, he takes the win and he's kind of once say, I'm going to keep that win. When I lose, however, he tries to make up for it, right? Because there's this challenge in his mind. He has to achieve a certain amount by a certain period of time. So when you lose, the first kind of reaction is, okay, I lost. How can I initially find something to make it back? And, and that is going to be a form of over trading. And, and that is going to be something that is detrimental to your trading account. Now, again, this all goes back to the bigger thing, right? The disciplined trader. We need to identify, have a rules-based strategy, and it needs to be written down in a rules-based trading plan for what is a good trade, right? What is a takeable trade? What is a non-takeable trade, right? And whenever you look at a chart, if what's on the chart doesn't meet your trading rules 100%, I mean, if even one thing isn't met, you can't take that trade. You only have to take good trades, right? You have to do that. If you are focused on only taking good trades. And by focus on only taking good trades, I mean, you're even you're grading yourself off of good trades. You're not grading yourself off of wins and losses. You're, you're grading yourself off the percentages of how many good trades do I take versus how many bad trades do I take. If you're fully focused on that, you're not gonna have the problem of over trading and you're not gonna have that problem of um, kind of giving profit back or, or kind of digging yourself deeper into a hole when things aren't going your way because you're not going to be taking those bad trades that make your situation worse. So that's the advice that I had for the trader. Obviously, for you guys listening in, 
if you have anything else, I know many of you guys, many of you guys I've worked with, right? So many of you guys have gone through the, 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 the prop firm route. You've been funded. You've dealt with many of these issues before. If you want to lend any words of advice, feel free to do so. You can, um, I don't know how you do it on YouTube. You can, you can shoot it below the YouTube video on the YouTube version of this. I don't know how you would do it on the other podcast versions, but you can always reach out to me if you guys, if you, if you want me to relay some advice to the trader. He did, he did DM me on, uh, on Instagram, so I can always kind of forward him your messages, but I think it's a cool subject. Another thing about this, which is cool too, is, um, you know, the prop firm trading route, I can't spill too much of the beans here, but you guys know it's always been kind of my goal to give traders a direct path into getting funded. And, and we've thought about doing it ourselves. We thought about linking up with kind of some really well-established prop firms out there, more like brick and mortar prop firms, um, not necessarily the online ones. The problem is to do so, you've got to jump through all these hoops. You've got to do all these different things. And to be honest with you, I'm at a point in my life where I'm in a good place. I don't want to do anything that I don't have to do. That's that's That was my goal in life a long time ago, get to the point where I don't have to do any of the things I don't want to do. I'm there right now for the most part um, since the kid is almost potty trained, right? Cleaning diapers is not something I want to do, but something I have to do, for example. Um, we're almost there. But um, I don't feel like going through any extra hoops, getting certified and redoing content and all this stuff to to meet all of the requirements that it that it is needed to do to kind of go that prop firm route or even be associated with a prop firm. But we have had a massive amount of traders funded since we've been educated. We've been educated for a long time. Tier one trading has only been around since 2018. But before that, we were all affiliated with another trading um, educational service called Trade Empowered. And, and that's been around since 2009. So we've been doing this for a very, very long time. We have a very, very good track record of helping aspiring traders um, not only become consistently profitable traders, but getting funded as well. And we do want to take the next step and really lay out something that's going to make that path a little bit easier for you guys out there. So I can't really spill the beans on what that is right now. But obviously, if you watch the space, if you stay in the loop of what we're doing, you'll you'll hear about it. But I'm excited to not only answer questions like this for this trader online, but hopefully answer these questions for a much wider range of traders out there as well, because it's not easy. Right. Hats off to you, Cameron, right now for surviving, not only just surviving for four years. Most traders don't make it for months, um, but being close. And when you're that close, you, there, there's only two options. One, you give up and all the hard work and effort that you put into your craft over the years is wasted. And that's no fun. Or you keep going, you keep grinding, you keep asking your personal mentors, the traders that coached you, you keep asking random people that you find helpful on the internet like me, or if you happen to find yourself in a community, um, you keep asking people for help and then you keep digging in and grinding and grinding and grinding because I, I promise you it's, 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 it's going to pop. I read this or I shared this message the other day by Gary Vee um, talking about um, how so many people worry about the bigger picture but fail to put in the work in the short term and understand that the the massive amount of work that you put in the short term is going to create that bigger picture and i remember in my personal journey man i struggled i got into trading in about 2007 i struggled by for about three years and i thought there was never a light at the end of the tunnel and i kept grinding i kept grinding i kept grinding and you fast forward 14 15 years later and i've been doing what i love for a living um so it is worth it keep grinding keep reaching out to people 
I hope this podcast is a little bit helpful for you. I hope it's helpful for anyone else that had questions out there. And until next time, guys, plan your trade, trade your plan. I'll see you next episode. Hope you guys enjoyed that episode again, the YouTube video that this trader mentioned, uh, the one that kind of sparked this idea for him to reach out to me is called Hope, Fear, and Greed Kills Traders. Dash, here's a solution. You can find it on my YouTube channel, um, youtube.com slash Stokes, along with a thousand other videos. So if you ever get bored, if you ever want some free education, head over to the YouTube channel, scroll through the videos. I guarantee there's something that will uh, answer any question that you have. And while you're there, do me a favor, hit that like button. That's the best way you can support the videos and subscribe if you haven't done so already. That way you don't miss my next upload.